listening to the new mama's podcast a just chatting episode hello everyone welcome back if you're new here just chatting is a series where it's just me and you and we're chatting like we're two cute little mom friends on a coffee date or a matcha date whatever you prefer um except (laughs) i'm doing all the talking if we're on this date so i am sorry but I know that I love listening to podcasts where I actually like feel like I'm talking to a mom friend or a friend and I don't have to do any talking <laughs> because I just want to chill. Uh, so I hope this is that for you. I I do want to preface this with I would love to get to know you better. So if you want to slide into my DMs on Instagram and introduce yourself, my account is at Lena Forrestal. That's L-I-N-A-F-O-R-R-E-S-T-A-L. I truly do love getting to know my listeners. Some of you have become my really good friends. Um, I've added a lot of you to my close friends list on Instagram where I share a lot more like personal stuff that I just unfortunately cannot (laughs) share on the public platform. So it's been really great to make new friends this way. And it also helps me curate my episodes better because you come at me with some suggestions and recommendations for topics. So it is, and I love getting those because obviously I make this for you. I mean, I make this for me, but like this is for you, right? So um, yeah, hit me up. I'm also like trying to ramp up my TikTok a little bit. I've been posting more on there. So uh, yeah, I'm the same on TikTok, L-I-N-A-F-O-R-R-E-S-T-A-L. I am truly extremely late to the TikTok game, but I think I'm actually kind of getting into it. Um, all right, so let's dive into the episode. If you notice, my voice is like, not great. It's I think I'm getting sick, which is not a great thing since I'm 37 weeks prego. Yeah, can't believe it. We made it. We're near the home stretch now. Oh yeah, actually, I don't know if I told you or not, but I do have a scheduled induction date of December 5th. That's a Tuesday. So yeah, I don't think I shared this at all, actually. I think I've just been too busy, like, trying to wrap up my full-time job before maternity leave. Oh, yeah, that is another thing. I truly wish I took one month off before, like, going on maternity leave, which I officially go on leave on November 22nd. Um, I get Uh, I think it's 16 point something, 17 weeks, which is like four months, four months. And then, and then I think I have to look into the policy. I think I get another 12 weeks of time after that. So five months of maternity leave, which I know is a lot, especially for America, for all my American girl listeners. Uh, yeah, that's a lot of maternity leave, TBH, like compared to the rest of the world and even compared to what I had the first time. So like, I don't feel guilty about having this much leave at all because my first time around, I had six weeks off. That's all I qualified for. I actually didn't even qualify for the FMLA um, leave, which is 12 weeks unpaid. I I was at my job for, I think, 11.5 months, and my job at the time wouldn't honor the fact that I wouldn't honor it. I have to be there for a year to qualify for FMLA. So yeah, my first time around, I had, it was June 2020. I had this teeny tiny little baby. I was in the thick of my postpartum anxiety, like so stressed and I was hopping back online. I mean, the the perk was that I worked from home, of course. So, you know, it wasn't too bad. It wasn't compared to like other women that had to go into the office and pump and everything, but it was still like my experience was brutal, like having to juggle work and this newborn. And also my work at the time, like literally someone said, can someone put that baby on mute? Because I think like Archie was like gurgling or like making cute little baby noises. And I was like, oh my God, I'm so, so sorry. Like I have a literal newborn. And my mom at the time wasn't there to help me. I think she came later, I think because of COVID, like she couldn't come 
earlier than when she came. I think she came when Archie was about like maybe eight or so weeks. I don't know. I forget. But she came a little later, but she was a huge, 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 huge help. But yeah, going back to work was really rough. So this time around, I am really, I'm at a new job, hence the better maternity leave. And I am just, I could cry at how thankful I am to have this much time off. So just, I don't know, just because like it's bonding time, it's time to recover and heal from birth. It's it's just time, like time that I know will go by really, really fast, but I am going to try and soak up like every minute of it. My Obviously, my first time postpartum was during COVID, so like we didn't get to go out. I don't think I left the house with Archie un- until it was like maybe spring of 2021, because if you remember, things were like iffy for a long time, and I would like, I think I signed up for this like music together thing like this like little music group and everyone would sit really far away from each other everyone was outside but we still wore masks the babies all wanted to crawl to each other and like we couldn't do that everyone and all the parents it was just so it was so weird but like today it's so much better so I'm excited I'm excited to like almost get another chance at newborn life and infant life but yeah I get that time off, I wish I took. Some women at my company take a month before their due date, and I really should have done that because I just didn't realize how much time I really needed to prepare everything. Like, okay, here's what I have been good at. I have been good at, like, lining up care. The things I I was not good at the first time, um, like lining up care. I have like my postpartum doula locked down. We had a meeting uh, last week that was really good. We just talked about expectations. She sent over a menu. I actually have an episode going live with her next week where like I interview my postpartum doula. So that will be fun for I think everyone to listen to. I love her. Her name's Katie. She's great. She's a mom of four. So she's done newborn life four times. So (laughs) I couldn't think of anyone more qualified. Uh, And then I also have my mom. My mom is, my parents are coming. I I feel like I always say my mom. I never say my dad. Um, My dad's just like busy. He has his own company. So he's always traveling. So he, he helps with like house stuff. And it's like so helpful when he does, because he's super handy. So when he does come and like help work on my house, it is so great but my parents are coming up on thursday which is thanksgiving wow i can't believe we made it to thanksgiving it's wild on top of the meeting with my postpartum doula we also met with my doula tog this week as well we had a meeting so doula photographer if you missed that i talk about hiring her in my last just chatting episode she's a doula and also a birth photographer so that will be cool it's I'm really excited. Uh, but this meeting, we mostly talked about doula stuff. And I I just feel so happy that she is going to be there. It's just kind of like a bestie to like cheer you on, who's also knowledgeable about birth and the process and like helping you reset your expectations. Like one of the things I told her was, I was like, okay, babe, here's my plan. So we go in December 5th, 8 a.m. for my induction. And then I have the baby about, you know, 6 p.m. And then I send John home for bedtime and bath with Archie and he sleeps there and I just chill. I do my thing. So I'm like putting it in my head that it's like going to be chill. I mean, which is a good thing. But she cautioned me very wisely to just be mindful about how inductions do take a long time. And like, you don't want to get in your head that it's going to, you're going to have the baby by a certain time. Cause if you don't, you're going to start to feel frustrated and melt down, which is actually true. That's what happened the first time. Kind of like I went into the hospital, like super confident, super positive, And then around 36 hours, <laughs> I, t- I was like, I had my meltdown. I like cried. I called. I was like at begging John. I was like, please get the nurse. I need to talk to her. I need to talk to someone. Why is this taking so long? I was like sobbing. Um, yeah, so it's good. Like it's that's it's your bestie that is gonna give it to you straight, which is also something I have to tell her. I have to be like, babe, like, don't be afraid to give it to me straight. Like I can 
I can take it. I want this is why I hired you, which she has been. She's been really good. She's a great, a good personality for this kind of work because she is like a straight shooter. And we also just like energy vibe well. So like also she's not what I like about her is like she's not like just a doula, just my like doula photographer, but she's become a friend which I think is also like the best combination is like, okay, she's not some stranger. Like we've been really getting to know each other. Like yesterday, actually we had, um, my maternity photo shoot, which was included in my doula tog, uh, package. I think I have to like double check with her. (laughs) Like, I don't want to not ever not pay someone, but anyway, we, I didn't even want to do a maternity photo shoot, TBH. I thought they were kind of like cheesy. I know. Sorry, guys. This is a new mama's podcast. I'm sure like everyone's gotten a maternity shoot. I'm not judging your maternity shoot. I'm just saying like, I always thought, eh, it's kind of cheesy, whatever. And then I did it yesterday and she sent me back some of like sample pictures and I was like, mm, yeah, this is not cheesy. I love these pictures. I'm really glad I have them. <laughs> so... Um, and it was fun. Like our photo shoot was fun. We went to this like stream. It was really cold. Like, I don't know. I just feel really comfortable around her. So, which is good because she's basically going to see my vagina, um, all day on December 5th. So yeah, uh, that has been good. I've been lining up care and I've been lining up the important things. The only thing I do not have, which I think is really important to have is a therapist. That is the one thing I have 100% slacked on and I'm taking accountability for. It's funny because I like preach, preach, preach on this podcast that like therapy is like so important, but uh, it's been, I'm just telling you guys, it's hard to find the right fit. I can't tell you how many therapists I've gone through. It's funny because my first therapist was like really great that I had. Um, then she went on mat leave and her, like she got really, exp- not she, but like the practice that she worked for got really expensive. Like my insurance didn't cover a lot of it. And it was like $110 each visit, which I don't know. Is that a lot? Is that a little for therapy? I don't know. But I, I started to be like, uh, if I could like save $400 a month because I was doing weekly, but maybe the move is like finding the right fit, even if it is that much and just going like twice a week. I don't know. I don't know. What do you guys pay for therapy? I have literally no idea. And then my company offers talk space for free, like really great benefit, right? So I tr- I've been trying talk space, but like I've gone through so many talk space therapists. They just seem really checked out. So that and that hasn't felt like the right fit either. Like I had a therapist on talk space that was that was like pretty decent for a while, but I felt like she was just kind of giving like blanket answers. I don't know. I think I would love to have like a Christian therapist and like someone who maybe is a little older than me too and has like more life experience. Like someone, you know what I mean? For me, like that's, I feel like a good fit. Someone who's like Christian, but also like modern, but also is a little older than me and has a family and has kids because I, and I'm not judging, but the uh, the therapist that I worked with for a while that like was kind of a good fit on talk space like she didn't have kids and I feel like that kind of it just my issue my my challenges the stuff I was trying to work through had to do with family and like family dynamics when you have kids and grandparents and like all that stuff so yeah so that's like one thing I think maybe when I'm on maternity leave and not bogged down with work that I can like work on is finding like a really good therapist that I can work with for the long term, you know, because like, here's the thing. Here's the thing I learned. Like if I have, if I have issues with like my in-laws or whatever, or I, I feel like venting to my husband about it, who's like, has very much his own relationship with his parents and is trying to work on that relationship that's not healthy and good so I've stopped that like I've stopped like venting to him about anything in-laws I've stopped complaining and then like my parents I do I do like vent to them because they're a safe space but I also feel like I don't know I just feel like it's a lot 
you know and then like my sister is a gem and we are super super tight um but she's also has a very like tough ass attitude <laughs> like she's like well like f them like i don't know she's great i it's good to vent to her but i just think a therapist would be the best person to talk to about my issues and if i like need to like work something out like verbally i feel like yeah so i don't need to defend why i need a therapist but that is like one of the things that i feel like i should definitely get on so yeah i've been really good at lining up care uh but the last few weeks of pregnancy have been rough because i have had oh i don't think i even talked about this okay so there was one appointment (laughs) there was one appointment a few weeks ago where they couldn't get baby to like practice breathe correctly so and like i don't know if it was just the ultrasound tech but he seemed like really concerned about it he's like she's not practice breathing and you only have a half hour right so that's like not a good spectrum of the day is what i realize now but he was like i can't get her to practice breathe um uh i'll be right back you never want to hear that when you're like in the ultrasound room and i got really stressed out in that moment i was like oh my god because i already have like gestational diabetes i'm already a high-risk pregnancy um i'm teetering on the age of um geriatric because i'm a 34 turning 35 in january so i ain't no spring chicken as they say so i that happened and after that they put me on like twice a week appointments where I've been going in twice a week for the non-stress test. Oh yeah, by the way, we did get baby to practice breathe. So we good there. But he definitely like stressed me out. He's like, okay, I'm gonna need you to come back tomorrow. Uh, all the other tests look good. Ultrasound looks good, but you're gonna have to come back tomorrow um, so we can try and get this measurement and see if she does it. So we did get it. We did get her breathing, but twice a week for like the last, I don't know, five or six weeks, I've been going in for two nsts one ultrasound and then two doctor's visits so it's just been like a lot of appointments um every week which has been so disruptive because like i said i'm still working full time and thank god my team and my boss they're so they've been so accommodating so good i'm happy that i've like established myself as a hard worker and like i'm not slacking off because i don't know you just feel bad like i feel bad i feel bad missing meetings because i'm at doctor's appointments and stuff so yeah they've been really accommodating but it's been rough all the girls at the doctor's office know me so it's funny i like come in and they're like hi lena and i'm like uh hello and it's yeah it's funny i want to do something like nice for them hold on. I think I hear Archie. I think he just woke up. Yep. I hear him. He goes, mommy. Okay. BRB. Okay. I am back. I made John come upstairs and get Archie ready instead of me. I usually do it. I usually like make him go pee pee and then get him out of his pajamas, put on his clothes for the day. But I made John do that because I'm recording on a Sunday and he's home. Did I mention that I'm recording on Sunday? It's Sunday morning, having a coffee, recording this episode. Uh, Anyway, I've been wanting to sit down and record this like just chatting catch up for a long time. But you know, Like I said, I've been bogged down at work just trying to get everything done before maternity leave and trying to stay on top of the podcast and my Instagram. It's just been a lot. I honestly don't know where we left off in terms of updates and stuff, but I will say another huge update is that I applied for our public preschool program that starts in January. I find out next week if we got in or not because our public preschool program is lottery and it's free which would be huge guys (laughs) to save thirteen hundred dollars a month on school will be huge (laughs) for my bank account um mostly because i'm going to have to hire care for baby girl when she arrives well not like when she arrives but when i go back to work I will have to hire some kind of care, whether it's a nanny or putting her in 
a daycare program, which I think I'm leaning towards nanny this time around or like a nanny share. And I feel like if I want to line up any kind of nanny share or anything, I feel like I have to start looking now because, you know, these things book up months in advance. So I don't know. Or it's like a babysitter that I can hire until the summertime when John is home and then he can take the kids. I don't know. I We are still trying to figure out care for every everyone and everything. And I feel like this is something like every family goes through if both parents work is like this weird little juggling act. Like the good thing about public preschool is that it's free. However, Archie will be home in the summertime. So maybe all that money I save each month will end up going to like summer camp. (laughs) So I don't know. Or maybe who knows, um, his preschool will have openings for the summertime and like a summer program and I can put him back in there because I love the teacher at his current preschool, his private preschool. And they do a lot of like outside time and nature walks and stuff like that. So I don't know. We'll see. I also like I'm kind of excited to dive into the camp world, but I'm not excited about the price tag. I don't know. I'm sure those of you listening with older children can probably help me out with that. Um, Our summer, my church also does this like vacation Bible school I think that's what it's called, VBS, over the summer, which is like a week and it's free. But I think I'm actually going to try and volunteer this summer because Archie will be four. So he meets the requirements for Vacation Bible School. And I have volunteer hours with my company. I have 80 hours of volunteer work. Isn't that crazy? So it's like paid time off, but it's like paid volunteer time. So I think I might do that. Like, I think I might take a week if I can. If my workload allows, I'll talk to my boss and volunteer for the week. And that way, like Archie can be at camp. I can volunteer. Kaikad and be like a fun thing we do together. I don't know. But yeah, so that's I find out next week if he makes the public preschool program. I will jump up and down, pop a bottle of champagne. I'll be so excited (laughs) if he gets in just because, again, like I said, oh, and our preschool is like our public preschool is mm, two minutes from my house. Like I live so close to our public preschool that, yeah, it would be a just total game changer with baby girl. I am nervous, however, to transition him to like, it's just going to be a lot of transitions at the same time, which John doesn't seem worried about at all. But, you know, he Archie goes from being an only child to a big brother in December. And then if he has to change schools in January, and he's been at his current school since he was seven months old. If you think about it, this is all he's known his whole life. Like he's known and he's been going consistently since he was seven months old because I work. Same place he's been going. Um, same teachers for the most part. Same kids for the most part. Like his best friend at has a birthday party today. She's been in the little baby room with him since they were babies. Oh my God. So cute. So yeah, I will be, I think I'm nervous and I don't know. John's like, it will be really good for him. This is the pre, like the preschool feeds into the K through eight, which we have a K through eight school and it's a great school. Like we moved to an area that we knew had great public schools, uh, yeah, so that's that's the scoop there. So I will let everyone know and then I'll have to go through my complicated emotions and then like starting to talk to him about how he is going to be changing schools in a new year and starting something new. And I don't know, maybe I'm more nervous about it than like he will be. John is really not worried about it, but I am my little baby. Maybe it's because I'm nervous because it's like he's kind of growing up, like going to like a real school. And I mean, he's in like preschool. It's preschool right now that he's in. He's learning. I mean, kid is obsessed with the solar system. Okay, listen, kid knows every planet, including the new planets. He pronounces them all wrong like the new planets. I think one is like Hamea. He calls it like hot tomato or hot, hot tomato. But he knows like 
all the new planets and we did a solar system project the other day where we, we like painted the planets and we talked about them um, and we listened to the solar system classical um, by Vladimir Jarosky. He actually, look it up. I mean, beautiful symphony music. If you like orchestra, symphony, um, I think it's Vladimir Jarosky. But he composed a piece for every single planet, which actually, fun fact, inspired a lot of like today's movie soundtracks for Star Wars, Star Trek, and like it's iconic music. But unfortunately, while he was alive, everyone hated his music and called it like (laughs) S-H-I-T. Like they really hated it. He got like the worst reviews. Um, Can you tell I'm married to a ethnomusicologist slash music teacher slash music nerd uh that's what john does john is like his whole thing is music so he taught me all this but i just i also like love music as well i played trumpet in high school i was a band kid okay like i was definitely not cool at all i was in jazz band i was in pit orchestra like music was my life it actually kind of makes me sad that I stopped doing all of that when I went to college because like my college just didn't have a good music program. I went to business school. So obviously like liberal arts, anything was just poopy. Didn't happen. Anyway, I digress. So we're moving into the holiday season and I am very excited this year. I actually have an episode coming out with Oh, yeah, my friend Mariella this week, actually, I'm looking at my calendar, and we're going to be talking more about the holidays and holiday over, like, minimizing holiday overwhelm, but also, like, talking about, like, our personal lives as well. Like, for example, I mentioned on our episode that I'm really anxious about opening up our Christmas ornaments, because, and, and I would actually be decorating right now, like, but I am feeling a little bit of anxiety because... I have a lot of Boston Terrier ornaments, and if you remember, like, over the summer, I had to put my 12-year-old Boston Terrier down. Her name was Daisy, and it's really weird to think about the holidays without her, even though, like, the last few years, I feel like she didn't really get the attention that she used to of course when she was like our child you know and then we got three other dogs and a real baby so it's not that she got lost in the mix but like a little bit like she be like she really became like a dog to me but she was always my baby you know what I mean she always got like privileges that the other dogs did not get (laughs) like she would actually you know what I mean so she was like privileged still and like spoiled um but regardless, she's just always been there. Like for the last 12 years, she's been there and like she would, I would dress her up because she's little and cute. And yeah, it's a uh, Christmas is going to look really different this year without her. So, and I have so many Boston Terror ornaments. So I am a little bit nervous about like the emotions that are going to come up. But I'm going to, oh, and then last night, I was driving home from my maternity photo shoot and this song came on by Taylor Swift. I think it's like, I actually don't know what the song is called. I'm so bad. Like I, I consider myself a Swifty in terms of like, I'm a big fan, but I definitely have not kept up with like all of her. Like, I'm not like a die. Like, okay. I think 1989 was like the album that like really spoke to me. And I know every single song, every single song lyric, but the most recent ones like Folklore and Midnight, they're good and I love them and I like them, but I'm definitely like don't know every single song name, but it's one song that's like, you're greater than the whole sky. Oh, it's it goes like goodbye, goodbye, goodbye. You're greater than the whole sky or something like that. And I was just like, I'm crying. <laughs> like, I don't know. It just made me think of like out of nowhere, like that song just made me think of Daisy and the fact that she's gone like it's like I said it's just such a weird feeling but anyway um my friend Mariella she's the host of Mama Wears Athleisure of like another pod another mom podcast she's great love her she's in San Diego can't wait to one day meet her in person I feel like I have all these like internet friends like some of you listening are probably like one of my internet friends but like you guys are real friends like I can 
consider you like real friends. I talk to you more than like, I talk to you more than some of my friends that I've known for a long time and been on trips with and everything. Like it kind of sucks actually. Like I don't know if anyone else noticed this, but when you become a mom and you have like friends that are not moms, you just sort of lose touch or like maybe that's not I mean if anyone else has had a different experience like please share but at least in my experience I feel like I just don't it's like almost like a it's almost like pulling teeth talking to some of my old friends which sucks um it's a mix I think of both of us like not reaching out and not knowing what to say I try definitely to like reach out sometimes um but you know my life is just upside down and backwards and you know we're just on different we're on different stages of life and we have very little in common anymore so it's like whose fault is it if we lose touch like is it my fault is it your fault is it no one's fault is it just like the way of everything like when we were all single and like dating and we all had like the same challenges and we all could like travel together and like I remember like one of the last conversations I had with one of my good friends that like was in my wedding she was like I want to plan a girl's trip to Mexico now I was like maybe a year and a half postpartum or something like that. I was still newly postpartum and I was like, well, it was a group chat and I was like, well, I definitely can't do Mexico. I think, I I don't know if I was still breastfeeding, whatever. Either way, I was like, well, I definitely can't do Mexico, but I can do New York City because I live like right outside of New York. Like I could do a weekend in New York and they're all like in different places. Like one was in San Francisco, one, one is in Boston. Like, my girlfriends are all over. So New York would be, you know, not like they're, they don't live there. So it's not like whatever. So I was like, I can do New York. And then my one friend was like the one who was trying to plan a trip. She was like, "Mm, no, I've been to New York so many times. I don't want to do that. And I was like, okay, well, I can't go then because I have a child. And that was like the last time we talked. Like, I think, I think I said something like, yeah, okay, I get it. Totally understand. I just won't be able to go then. Um, yeah. And that kind of sucked. I don't know what really happened there. Uh, yeah, it's just, it's hard when, you know, you're in different stages of life and it's kind of, and you know, what's funny is the holidays like traditionally have always made me feel kind of sad. And this is the first year that I have felt truly happy about the holidays coming up. And it has nothing to do with the fact that I'm having a baby. I think part of it is just that like Archie's super excited for Christmas. He loves Christmas. I'm excited to like almost relive my childhood through him. But every other year I have felt this just sadness because the holidays reminds me, used to remind me of all the people that I don't talk to anymore for one reason or another, for either like, just like I mentioned, friends that I've lost touch with that we used to be really close. Can I tell tell you my biggest pet peeve? And if you have this pet peeve, please reach out. My biggest pet peeve is when one of those old friends like religiously shows up in your Instagram stories, right? Like they're looking, they're watching your life happen, but they don't reach out. And if you reach out to them, which I have done, (laughs) I've been like, hey, how are you? Like they kind of give nothing in response. They're kind of like, good, how are you? Oh God. And it's like, if you're gonna watch my life unfold, like I almost feel like it's like you're not worth, like, I don't know. If you're gonna watch my life unfold and you see everything I go through and I'm an open book, I put out all the good, the bad, the ugly, and like we can't have a conversation like we used to, like you don't wanna talk like we used to, then what are you doing? Why are you watching me then? I don't watch your stuff because if we don't talk, frankly, I don't care. I mean, that's a little harsh. I care, but like, I'm not watching. If I am, 
if I'm watching someone's stuff, like a friend that I used to be close with, I'm reaching out. I'm commenting. I'm liking. I'm like, you know, I'm I'm responding in the little like message, like, oh my gosh, that looks really cool, or LOL, like I love that, or ooh, that looks really delicious. I don't know. You know what I mean? So I find it really weird when people are just like passively watching your Instagram stories who you used to be close with and they don't like talk to you anymore. It's like they want to see the show, but they don't want the work that comes with friendship. Anyway, back to like people I don't talk to anymore. (laughs) But like I have a lot of like family too that like, I don't know. I think I've mentioned this in previous episodes around this time of year of like how my childhood like Christmases and Thanksgivings and stuff were like low-key traumatic because we had some really unstable family members like external family like my nuclear family like my mom my dad my sister like everyone's golden thank god obviously we had our own problems it wasn't like a Hallmark movie but we were we all are still close have a good relationship with each other it was not that was not traumatic what was traumatic was like extended family being like mentally ill and like threatening to stab each other one christmas my aunt pulled a knife on my uncle and the cops were called and i remember like all my cousins and i we used to like hide behind the couch and like giggle or we would be like every every um family gathering would be like when is the fight gonna break out we were all just like waiting for something to happen and when we were kids it wasn't like very scary or anything but then it started to get scary as we got older and understood more And then, I don't know, when I became a teen and a young adult, things started to get weird between, like, my aunts and I and, like, just, and my cousins and I. Like, there's just a lot of, like, baggage there. Like, I don't talk to my, it's really sad. Like, I grew up with, like, two of my cousins, um, a boy and a girl, and I was super close with, I considered them my, the siblings I didn't have at the time because my sister and I are so far apart in age and my cousins and I were really close in age we're all two years apart so they were my siblings and things just got weird and we don't talk anymore I there was some drama that happened that I won't unfold on because everyone gets pissed apparently when I talk about this stuff it's funny like they will like I said about people watching and not engaging like um if I say something about them they will find out and they will tell each other and it will cause drama in the family. But it's like, it's kind of like that quote, like when narcissists are like, how dare you tell everyone of all the bad stuff I've done? (laughs) It's like, well, if you don't want bad stories to be written about you, then don't behave like that. Anyway, so I won't get into it, but it does make me sad. It makes me sad that like, I mean, I did, I cut them out of my life. I'm like, I'm done. I'm done with the drama. I don't want years of drama. I have a child now. I'm not going to enter into this cycle anymore of drama and waiting for the other shoe to drop and me saying something that like I, that you take a crazy way that you think I'm like jealous of you and I'm casting the evil eye on you. I had a good laugh with my doula last night because she was also saying about how her family's a little bit superstitious about that stuff and is like people can cast the evil eye on you i'm like i okay can i if can anyone else relate has anyone else like usually it happens with like international families you know we come like from this world of like lots of superstition and lots of tradition around that and like rain dances and like hanging crystal okay so <laughs> this is my this is my thoughts around the evil eye okay let's take the kardashians kim kardashian okay i can't tell you probably how many people are jealous of her her beauty her fame her money and uh you know what she keeps making money she keeps making money and she keeps getting more beautiful so i don't care how many people hate her she is still rocking it and i believe i just don't believe in all that like evil eye nonsense i do believe in like following your instinct and like if you hang out with someone and you don't feel good after or if you like talk to someone and you don't feel good after maybe that's not the right fit for you or maybe that person isn't meant to be in your life you know what I mean yeah anyway I'm pretty sure I just said way too much now (laughs) but I uh yeah 
it used to make me sad. The holidays used to make me sad. Think about all the people that I cut out of the, my life um, because of all those feelings and not wanting to repeat cycles and generational trauma. Um, it's yeah, actually a couple of years ago, my cousin did apologize for a lot of stuff that she did and said, and I think wanted, you know, she wanted to reestablish a relationship with me and I, I do appreciate it, but I think I was just at the time, like, there's no place for you. I've moved on. Like you've disappeared from my life for the last six years and we were really close and that abandonment was really hurtful. And like, I forgive you, but it's like that, like the Hills, Lauren Conrad, I forgive you. And now I want to forget you. <laughs> so dramatic, but it was just the truth. Like I had a child, um, like she, I think she asked for my address. She wanted to send Archie like a little gift. And I was like, no, like, I don't want to give you my address. I don't want you to know where I live. I don't, I just don't want it. Like that door is closed. You've, you've shut it so many times on me that I don't want to like get my hopes up that we're going to be best friends and sisters again, because that is like a fatal flaw of mine of like, when I trust you, I trust you a hundred percent. Like, I will give you my deepest, darkest secrets. Like my doula and I, again, Jenna and I were like laughing about this yesterday of we like meet a new girl and we're like, what do you mean you don't want to be best friends and like share all of our deepest? That's just like who I am. Like I, I will meet you. And if we're friends, we will be really good friends. Like I want, I want to know everything about you. I want you to know everything about me. I don't do surface level. And that is a both a gift and a curse because I feel like I make really good fast friends, but I get really, really hurt when someone kind of ups and leaves me for like if they don't if they're not clear, you know, on why they're uh, ending the friendship or whatever. But this year, I I'm not really dwelling on any of that it's almost like my focus has been shifted into like the people I do have in my life like I am so grateful I have these like really good friends um that I like one of I want to say that I met at church but I didn't like one of my friends I became friends with on Instagram actually thank you Instagram for becoming like helping like I literally I've made so many really good friends through Instagram thank god like I love like social media sucks and like gets a bad rap but like also it connects you to some really amazing people like I'm just really thankful to have this like really close-knit little group of girlfriends in my area. We're all moms with kids around the same age. We're all like same vibes, like we get it. Um yeah, I'm I'm thankful for them. They've become kind of like my family that I uh feel like I don't that I that I don't have that I've cut out of my life and I feel like that's like the power of you know being a being an adult is not having to deal with people who are just like that whole like the way they are the way they are you just have to like deal with it that's how they are they're just really honest or whatever i hate people who i hate it when it's like well they just um what's the word it's like when they're just on it like oh you can't blame them they're just honest i'm like no there's a difference between being honest and being cruel you know like, I think I truly believe like true honesty takes tact and strategy of like, and it has to come from a place of love. If you're just like being honest or being honest sake, like you're just being cruel because yeah. And I feel like, yeah, anyway, that's, that's my thoughts. It's, but as an adult, you don't have to deal with that. <laughs> you can choose. You don't need to raise your kids in that environment. You don't need to just, they don't need sorry i'm like choking on my own like <laughs> saliva sorry uh because i'm i think i'm getting sick but uh to wrap this up like what i feel like with the whole like i don't know toxic situations and family and everything is they don't need to see mommy or daddy really stressed out when like one person comes around or like a family gathering that you don't want to go to they don't need to see mommy and daddy like super stressed 
because I feel like kids are really perceptive. I know I was a very perceptive kid um, and they just don't need to experience that. They don't need to feel that. They shouldn't have to remember the holidays as being a source of where mommy was really anxious and then mommy got home and didn't have any energy left to play or to make things magical or special for me. Like, in my opinion, the holidays for me is all about like my son and our nuclear family, like my husband and like my mom and my dad and my sister and whoever is like healthy minded and chooses like I choose to be there. I think that's the thing. It's like my choice now. I'm an adult. It's my choice. If I want you there, I will invite you. If not, then I don't want you in my house because I want this to be a sacred space and a sacred time of year of like actual true joy and love and laughter. And yeah, that's just what I want. And I'm going to get it because I'm an adult now and I choose. I have choice. I have agency. I and that's that's how I feel. And I'm really proud of that. And it's I can't believe I'm 34 years old. It feels both old and young to realize that. But I mean, it came after, of course, a series of like really hard choices of saying no and cutting people out of my life and a lot of years of grieving, right? Like I feel like all those years where I felt really sad around the holidays, like literally I would listen to Christmas music and cry. <laughs> like how freaking sad is that? Like no one should no one should feel like that. But I was I guess now looking back, like I was grieving and now I'm not grieving. Now I'm like really freaking happy. Like I'm I'm excited. Like I we took family photos. I ordered Christmas cards. Who am I? I'm like sending them out. Like I framed our Christmas pictures that we took and just really excited. I'm excited to decorate. I'm excited for Christmas morning. I'm excited for Archie to open up all his presents. I'm excited to have dinners. I, my family, my mom and my dad are coming. Hopefully my sister and her boyfriend and her dog are coming. I'm really hoping they do. They're um, actually looking to move a little bit closer to us, not like really close, but like closer than where they are now. And I'm hoping they do. And yeah, I'm hoping they come and it's just like a cute family gathering. We'll all like play guitar and sing, not me because I don't play guitar. Sister and her boyfriend play guitar. Sorry if that cut was weird, but I like accidentally outed his name. <laughs> so anyway, um, my sister and her boyfriend play guitar and sing and so does John. He plays guitar. My mom plays guitar and sings like everyone plays guitar and sings, but I sing. I don't, I just don't play any, I don't play guitar. Play the trumpet. No one wants to hear that after 12 months plus years of not playing oh my god no more than that like 20 years <gasps> i'm old anyway so yeah i'm just excited it'll be fun i'm really happy and oh yeah and i'll have a baby <laughs> and i'll have a newborn lol but like really i'm looking at her as like kind of an accessory like i'm like oh she's gonna be like a really cute little thing i like bring around with me everywhere because I just don't have a choice like my life is going to be mobile like it's so different even pregnancy has been so different this time around because I just I haven't been able to sit still which has been both good and bad like I've been so busy running errands working taking care of Archie taking Archie to do things playing with him bringing him to the playground like you know what I mean? Like, it's just been so, I've been on my feet and moving, which has both been great because I've been distracted and time has gone by really fast. Okay, everyone, it is time for me to wrap up. It is nine o'clock and I need to get myself ready. I need to go downstairs and see what the status is with Archie. We need to make a little um, card. I'm going to have him make a card for his best friend, just like decorate it and sign his name. I feel like it's better than buying a card. Cards are like, I don't know, six or seven dollars. And let's be honest, they just get tossed in the trash. I mean, I don't know. Do you all keep every single happy birthday card that you get for your kid's birthday? Probably not. And if you do, are you a hoarder? I'm just kidding. I'm not judging you. But I, I know I don't. So 
it would be cute just to, like hand make something feel like it's like one cheaper but then also just a little bit more special so yeah i'm gonna have him do that get myself ready um and yeah thank you everyone for listening in on this just chatting episode i will not i had a a couple messages reach out and tell me that they're gonna miss me when i'm on maternity leave well lucky for you all i actually am not taking any time off from podcasting i will still have new episodes that come weekly podcasting is something that like it like lights me up. I'm like so excited to hop on and chit chat. So it's definitely not something I'm going to be taking a break from because it's not like it's work to me. It's just fun, especially these just chatting episodes. I also plan on bringing my podcasting equipment to the hospital with me and trying to do like a live podcast blog, vlog, blog, podcast blog. Like, you know, I'm going to try. It's we'll see how it goes but i feel like it will help distract me and like i don't know you know i like stuff like i've always liked stuff like that so i will hopefully be doing that and like going live with it either the week of the fifth when i give birth or the week after so i am not going anywhere i'm having this new baby but you'll still get me every week and yeah i just you know, love to continue this friendship that we have. And if anything that I said resonated with you in this episode, please reach out. I love hearing from you. I love hearing your personal experiences and your stories. And it's nice to know that like other people have gone through similar things or are going through similar things and just understand um, part of why I do this because I am also looking for some validation in my experiences as well which i i tend to get like people do reach out and they're like thank you so much for like making me feel like everyone else everyone makes everyone else feel we make each other feel like what we go through is like okay i'm not crazy right or this isn't just my experience right like this stuff really happens so yeah all right everybody Have a great day, a great week, and love you all and catch you back next week for the next episode. Bye. Thanks for joining us this week on the New Mamas Podcast. This podcast was created to help first-time moms everywhere navigate this new stage of life and talk about the honest and the raw moments in motherhood. I'm your host, Lena Forrestal. I'm a working mom by day and a blogger, photographer, and podcaster by mid-afternoon. And as a first-time mom myself, I'm on this journey with you. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. And if you did, be sure to subscribe and leave a review on your favorite listening platform. You can donate to the show at buymeacoffee.com slash newmamaspodcast. Stay in touch by following us on Instagram at newmamaspodcast and Lena Forrestal. Thanks again and stay tuned next week for the next episode. Bye.